Welcome to the Few Podcast. Now here are your hosts, Richie, Darren, and Mark. Hey, you know that check I was talking about getting you? I'll get it like sometime in 2019. <laughs> We're trying to help you grow those oranges, man. <laughs> and then they get angry or excited. Doesn't really matter which one, right? And and then they move on to a picture of their friend from high school just had another baby, right? All right, welcome back to the Few Podcast. Uh, my name's Darren. I'm here with uh, Mark and Richie. And uh, I guess uh, kind of the thing that stuck out to me this week was just how bad Biden, more and more his administration is screwing everything up. I mean, hate Trump or not, everything's going in the proverbial shitter. Oh, go ahead. Well, it is just amazing. It's his first hundred days and he's pretty much undone all the good work that Trump did. And yet he's sitting out there and he's like, see what a good job I'm doing. Well, (laughs) it's not, it's not, I mean, undo stuff that Trump did, but it's like, he's undoing the, the stuff that didn't need to be undone that they could actually agree with and screwing that up. Like ending the pipeline, the Keystone XL pipeline. Now Carrie is saying, Oh, that's probably not such a bad thing. It saves on carbon. The pipeline does. And then, Oh, the pipeline gets hacked and all of a sudden nobody can get gas and gas is expensive. Mm-hmm. Well, so I had heard, when when they closed that first one down, everyone kept saying, "Well, it doesn't carry gas anyways. It doesn't carry gas anyways." That's how everyone kept saying. And uh, well, now we're f- figuring out that uh, they're pretty important. <clears throat> they, well, yeah, they said a thousand. Yeah, but they were, you know, basically saying it wasn't going to affect gas prices and blah blah blah. But they were saying that a thousand gas stations have run out of fuel now. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, they were showing, I was looking on Twitter and there was like X percentage of gas stations in the state that were out in like all the states. And I mean, there's mm-hmm. a pretty hefty percentage, you know, you, you get up around that 25% mark and, you know, they're all in one spot. They're not, you know, strewn about the state. So it's like, oh, Tampa, Florida can't get gas. No big deal. You know, it starts to become a problem. Mm-hmm. And then... Well, uh and then you and then you got Rick DeSantis who puts in a uh, a state of emergency, and then you have the media attacking him for it, trying to say, "Well, this isn't an emergency." I mean, most of Central Florida won't have a problem. It's mostly the Panhandle. Uh, <laughs> still, a couple of million people up in that Panhandle. <laughs> well, they declare states of emergencies for stuff like that all the time. I mean, when tornadoes go through, it's a state of emergency. Tornado doesn't doesn't hit the entire state. It's just, yeah, they just, they hate DeSantis because they know that he's, he's a Trump-like figure and he does, he's not going to take their crap like Trump did, didn't, I guess. And right now he's an early favorite for 2024. Yeah, I don't, I mean, I think Trump's going to run, run again and he'll get it. But, and the, the other problems, like you look at Israel and the Middle East, you know, Trump had four historic peace agreements signed like in his last year. Now, all of a sudden, oh, they're just going to, once Biden gets in, gets in, there's protests on the streets in Israel and they're launching, you know, h- hundreds of rockets at Israel. 
it's almost like they waited. They just like didn't do anything for four years because they knew if they did, they would have gotten bitch slapped back into you know next Tuesday. But oh, oh, Biden's in there, so they're on our side. So we're just gonna go ahead and not worry about it. Well, and what you're saying is absolutely correct. Uh, I was I I was listening to Ben Stein talk about this, and so I mean, obviously Ben Stein has some ties to Israel and, and um, you know, a lot of the group of the podcasts that he has um, are pro-Israel, of course, which I think all of America really should be. Um, but, uh, you know, they talked about it and they said that what Trump did was he got everyone to isolate Iran. And he got everyone to agree that Iran is the enemy, not you guys. And stop fighting these wars because all you're doing is making Iran more powerful. If you all stand together, Iran's not going to punch one of you guys in the face. And so what happens when Biden comes in? Immediately, he has Kerry over there trying to funnel more money into Iran, which funnels money into Hezbollah, and and emboldens them to, to start attacking Israel. And those are fragile alliances right now. I mean, they are less than a year old, like you were just saying. And and so, you know, they're sitting there saying, well, no missiles are getting in. Yeah, but the rockets are tearing down a 12-story no. building. No, they got in. They killed five Israelis. And then and then the big story is, oh, Israel retaliates and kills 53 people, like X of it, which are civilians. Well, yeah, that's what they do. They sit there and they fire their stupid fucking rockets from a you know, a residential apartment building and they hope that Israel bombs it because they're going to be able to get their press. Yeah. They're, they're, they're garbage people. They're garbage yeah. people. Hezbollah is garbage. They should be bombed into the stone age. They're terrorists, plain and simple, not to be, not to be negotiated with, not to be, not to be reasoned with. They are putting innocent lives in danger and they are attacking civilian targets. Those yeah, are war crimes. There's hiding behind civilians. They're mm-hmm. hiding behind civilians because they because they know if Israel is damned if they go after them, and that's just yep. that's terrible. But you know, you know what? The civilians know what they're getting themselves into if they stay there. So, well, but a lot. Just to that point, though, a lot of them. You know, I I, I heard about this is uh, a lot of them are are forced to stay there. Like they don't want to be there just as, as much as anyone else, but they say, you know, if you leave, we're going to shoot you in the head. But if you stay, Israel isn't going to attack because you're here. And that's like your only glimmer of hope is, is that Israel doesn't attack. And it puts Israel in a lose-lose situation because if you don't attack, your people are going to die. And if you do attack, it, you're exactly right. You're, you're going to get bad press and you're going to alienate allies. And so what do you do? Do you just let somebody just continually punch you in the face? Because as soon as you hit back, they're going to write, they're going to scream. How dare you hit me? I'm a woman, you know, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. so. Yeah. And then, and then basically, yeah, carries over there. And then they're talking about lifting the sanctions in Iran and Iran's doing this. That's, mm-hmm. it's like, all of this stuff that Trump got done, and it's it's obvious it's right. It's the right method to do it. I mean, everybody can just tell that it's the right way to do it. And all of a sudden, oh, Biden's in there. So, and Biden's not making these decisions. Nobody, he's he's 
he's done. He's basically he's a meat puppet. He's Bernie. He's weakened at Bernie's Bernie. Mm-hmm. That's all he is. And he's just I, he's like one of them one of them dolls that you record a message on and then it plays it back. That's all he is. And you know he's got no spine. Nobody's afraid of him. The oil pipeline thing in, in this uh, this over this last week, if it's Trump in there, you better believe that SEAL Team Six is going to go and kill a motherfucker if they can figure out who did it. Mm-hmm. But do you think Biden's going to do that? No. Yeah, fuck no. He's not going to do it. But whatever. It's just our country, I guess. <laughs> for for the time being. Yeah, and then the border. I mean, the border. That's just clear. Once Biden gets in office, the border goes to shit. I mean, just straight up flip. One, you know, 180 degrees, exactly the opposite. There's nobody coming across. There's no there's nobody, you know, trying to defy the the border wall and and get through and claim asylum because they know if they do, it's not going to work. They're just going to get thrown in a you know, they're just going to get thrown in, into a cell in basically. Mexico. Yeah, and they're, they're, they, they'll they get thrown back to Mexico to wait for their extradition, so they're not coming. Mm-hmm. Well, what happens? Oh, Biden, well, we're going to reverse that because that's inhumane. And then what happens? Well, they just come in droves, and then they there's like nothing. It, it's just stupid, and then we can't handle it because he's an idiot. He's an idiot. He's never signed a paycheck in his life. He's never done anything. He's never ran a business. This is who you're electing, people. You're electing fucking idiots. Idiots. Okay. Well, first off, the the election was totally uh, um, fair and and there was no tampering. Let me be absolutely clear with that. Uh, but I don't think. Hey, Liz. Liz Chan- is that Liz Cheney on the other end? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I thought, saying. I thought that was Mark. I think her yep. dad's her dad's got Mark at a shotgun point. He took me on yeah. hunting. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, I mean, no way that no way that he got elected by the people. You know, right? I mean, I don't get me wrong. There's a lot of useful idiots out there, but we all know that there was obviously um, inconsistencies. And I mean, I mean. This isn't. You're absolutely right that that there are people who voted for him, but there's no way that he was elected by the people. Well, let me put he, it that he's way. six. He's sixty-eight. He's got a sixty-eight percent rate uh, pr- approval rating right now, though. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. as as high as Obama's was, uh, you know, in his first hundred days, and then and then I don't think you see that again. You know, until like FDR or something like that, you know. So and every everyone was really hopeful at the beginning of of Obama's first uh, term, right? But but that quickly waned. Um, but there, I don't know. I don't understand that sixty eight percent thing of of Biden. It's that, it's not it's not real. If you look at the demographics on it. They like poll Democrats at like fifty percent, and they poll they poll Republicans at twenty percent. It's just not it's not real numbers. They're not real. They you know it's just like the election. You know, 
you got you got Trump's going to lose by 10 points in Wisconsin and he wins by two, you know, in the last election. I mean, he, he should have, he should have won Michigan. He should have won Pennsylvania. So I was going to talk about the Arizona recount. The media is not covering this at all, of course, but you, you look at what's happening. So they're supposed to, Arizona, Maricopa County is supposed to turn over all of the machines, all of the user IDs, all of the passwords, the routers, all of the tech equipment. It comes out in the filing, oh, they don't have the admin passwords for the machines because Dominion's doing that. So they never, ever had them. Um, okay. So that means a uh, private company is in sole control of the election right there? Yeah. So it takes one nerd. It takes one one nerd that basically wins the election for the pre- for Biden. That's all it takes. And there's no way to check it. You you can't validate it. They won't let you validate it. Because because they keep saying that, oh, well, you can't have access to those servers. That has police uh dispatch codes on there and and that would, you know, no, put that's... our community at risk. That's the routers. So that's that's oh. point point two. That no, this is just this is the machines. This is okay. the this is the Dominion machines and the Dominion, you know, servers to so we can look and see what exact what actually happened, look at the logs, look at the access logs, look and see, you know, where the votes are coming from, what the IP addresses are. Can't see those. You can't mm-hmm. you can't audit the trail. And then, then you got the routers, which don't store any passwords, don't store dispatch codes. This is a bunch of horse shit. All the router does is say, oh, we got a request from this IP. We It went to this IP. That's all it does. That's all the logs are going to show on the router. It's not going to tell you what was in the request. They don't log the actual message that was sent. They just log, you know, it came from address A and it went to address B because mm-hmm. of the route, you know. Mm-hmm. So you're not allowed to see that because... Why are you not allowed to see that? Because you're, you're going to find that, oh, this this address A was talking to this address B, and address A happened to be an address in bumfuck nowhere, you know, and it's talking to the Dominion machine in address B that's not supposed to be on the internet? Or, or it confirms uh, those addresses in Germany and Italy? Well, I mean, it doesn't really matter. They're, they said they're not supposed to be connected to the internet. So yeah. if you got a MAC address that matches this Dominion voting machine and it was accessed on the night of the election, they lied. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, it's the admin password is the big thing. Why won't... How do you not have access... How do you not have control over your own voting machine? Yeah. It how? Makes, it makes absolutely no sense whatsoever. And, and why and- would... Why won't you get the password from Dominion then and give it to the recount people? Why won't you get it from them? Because Dominion is a private company. <laughs> no, I but they own gotta, the machines. Yeah, I know. I don't know. It's it. It all smells. It all smells really bad. Yeah. Well, and and the fact that the Democrats have been fighting it tooth and nail this entire recount tooth and nail. Well, this is two point one million dollars that we don't have to spend on on worthless. Uh, you know, something that doesn't, that's not going to change the outcome of anything. Uh, we, but if there was fraud, don't we want to be looking at that and making sure that we did investigate it? Because, I mean, I mean, just because uh, a guy in Pennsylvania, uh, 
put in his mom, his dead mom's ballot for Biden, that doesn't mean that uh, that didn't that didn't have consequence. Yes, it was one ballot, but still, that is election tampering. Yeah, and and you know the audit, the purpose of the audit, you know, they're they're saying it's to overturn the elections. It's not going to overturn the election. It's too late. Yep. The purpose of the audit is to figure out how they how what went wrong because obviously something went wrong mm-hmm. and we've already found two places that it went wrong you got the the routers that weren't supposed to be tied in with the rest of the system so that you could audit them like they're supposed to be not tied in with the police station and then you got the then you got they don't have access to their own admin software i mean they they can't <laughs> you how would you how are you going to sit there and validate an election when you can't even tell if it's correct yeah yeah, it's and and everyone who's like, well, this is just a massive conspiracy. Do you know how many people would need to be in on this to to change one yeah, one nerd, yep. one that's got the admin password can can change the entire election, yep. and he can't, and nobody's going to be the wiser. One disgruntled employee. I bet you there's not that many employees at Dominion. <laughs> you just got the top nerd, and it's over. Yep. How many other places that had these voting machines did the exact same thing? Oh, Michigan, Wisconsin. uh, You know, basically all these battleground states that had some irregularities. Yeah. It's just, it's amazing to me. And then you got, then you got, then, then Liz Cheney's saying, oh, it's, it's, it's decided. And then, so everybody, all of the Republicans who she's supposed to represent, Especially even in Wyoming, Wyoming's like Trump's like ninety percent of the vote there. Like ninety percent of the Republicans are for Trump. You know, ten percent are dumb fuck. I don't even. I should yeah. probably stop there. In <laughs> in um, they're they're like Liz Cheney, ten percent. I wouldn't. I would wouldn't even think that Dick Cheney would be for Liz Cheney at this point. Well, he is. He helped her. With all this stuff, whatever. But Dick th- Cheney, Dick Cheney is establishment, and that and that is why Liz Cheney attacked Trump. Trump took power away from the old guard of the Republican Party, and now they were pissed off that he pissed in their cereal, and and said, "Well, that's not very nice," uh, you know, and and they attacked him over and over and over again because he hit. You know, Jeb Bush should have been president in their eyes. You know, that it was Jeb's turn, you know, and, and Liz Cheney would have probably been his his uh, running mate. It would have been Bush Cheney all over again, you know, and because because there are certain factions within the Republican Party that want there to be the the I pass the power down to you mentality. And the old guard. Well, yeah, we've been saying that for a while. I mean, Trump's not Trump's not one of the good old boys, you know. He's a, he's an outsider. Yeah, you you so. look at you look at where the party, where the actual people who are who are in the party, like the actual Republicans, the actual you know the Reagan Republicans. You look at where they're at. You know, you you go back to ninety nine, and you well, this is why Trump won. You go back to 99 when they let China into the WTO and there were riots on the streets of Seattle. 
and then you go then you go a little bit further you go you go to 2010 and there are you go to 2000 2002 and the war in iraq you go to you go to 2010 and it's you know it's uh, occupy wall street and then you go to you just keep going and and you look at look at the you look at the where the republican party was and you look at where the actual republicans are now or the you know the grassroots the trump republicans are now they don't want china the wto they don't want any more foreign wars they don't want wall street taking up you know you look at wall street bets they don't want you know facebook and twitter and all the big all the big companies giving all these money to politicians and buying their votes it's completely they're just pissed that they that it's no longer their party yep every everything that they used to stand for is not the party anymore yeah i mean that's I don't know. I just, I just can't get over just, just Biden, just the Biden administration, just fucking everything up, just everything. So yeah, Biden. Yeah. So that's, that's, that is what it is. And then we move on to our dear pal Fauci, who just, I mean, really, (laughs) this guy's got to be the dumbest doctor I've ever met. Uh, so but he he hasn't seen a patient in thirty years. Yeah, and it shows. It shows. So now, so now there's he he went on like sixty minutes or something, or, or maybe like CBS Sunday Morning or some one of those programs, and basically said, "Oh, face masks are pretty much here to stay. We're just whenever we get a seasonal flu, we're just going to put on a face mask everywhere, and just." We're never ever going to get back to normal because it works so well against the seasonal flu. This last year, almost nobody died of the flu. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's kind of odd, isn't it? That nobody died of the flu. It is kind of weird. It is just, it's really odd. It's almost like they, maybe they thought it was COVID instead. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so this guy, like, I, I don't, is he just that, is he that dumb? That he thinks that I, the, I think the government's just. I've been here. They're just trying to. They're trying to force us to do stuff that we don't want to do, and the more we comply, the more that they're going to try to get away with. I don't. I don't think he's that dumb. I really do think that he's gotten a little taste of the limelight, and now he loves it. You yeah. know, think about well, he's, how make, oh. he's making a lot of money doing it too. Oh yeah, he's the highest paid uh, government employee. Well, you can you can be the highest paid government employee and not be an asshole. Well, yeah, but I mean, like, here's here's the thing though. It's like now he's getting asked to go on all these talk shows, and he's getting paid for that, and he's getting he's getting paid for um, some of these vaccines. He has copyrights for them, and so um, so he's he's getting a part of that little little piece of the pie and a little piece of this. And I mean, I'm sure he's raking in millions of dollars. I mean, he, his, his salary is 400 some thousand, but I bet he gets paid for appearances. He gets paid for, uh, you know, talk, you know, to all these, you know, like doing a 60 minutes interview and stuff like that. And I don't think you get paid for that. You don't think you get paid for a sit down interview? No, I don't think so. Unless you're like, unless you're like, uh, 
you know, what's her face, Tanya Harding or something. I mean, I don't think he could pay I would, for. I would think they'd pay him. Yeah. No, if like, you're government they get employee, right. you don't get paid. Be like Trump. Do you think they paid Trump when he did a 60 Minutes interview? Oh. But, I don't know. Well, I would assume that if you're if you're doing an interview on a, an official capacity, right? But yeah, but that's I mean, what he's like, doing. But is he like on a? You know, I don't know. I like. That's where I'm. That's where I'm just wondering. Like, you know, hey, we're pulling in Dr. Fauci to get his his reactions on this. You know, is he is he doing it as the head of the Infectious Disease Council, or is he doing it as an expert interview for you know to you know people have lots of questions and and they want your opinion on it. You know I what I mean? I don't think that you can be in that capacity and not be official at all times. Hmm. Be interesting. Yeah. So it, when Rand Paul went at him again, because he, he testified in front of the Senate and he's always, you know, he's always holier than thou whenever he talks to any of the senators who disagree with his political opinions, which he's not supposed to have any. Mm-hmm. So he's always holier than thou. So Rand Paul went at him again. And uh, yeah, he's he basically asked him, you know, why did you restart the gain of function? stuff in the Wuhan lab and yeah so Anthony Fauci who's the head of the infectious disease or whatever he uh, he was instrumental in getting the gain-of-function experiments started at the Wuhan lab or the United States funding them we hmm. funded this if you if you believe if you if you don't believe the fact that whoever the hell said that it didn't come from the lab which is ridiculous well, the CCP. Yeah, well, you can't believe anything they say. Oh, I don't know. You know, they're our good friends. You know, uh, you know, they they made the Bidens really rich. It's just, yeah, it's just hard to believe that this infectious disease that looks like it's engineered in a lab somehow wasn't engineered in a lab. It came from a pangolin or some bullshit. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I really, I believe you. But yeah, he's just, so so basically you got the guy who's responsible for the disease telling you how to fight the disease. I mean, he's winning on all sides. I mean, he's selling the nails and he's fixing the tires. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's just insane. This guy needs to be fired and sent away. Matter of fact, but it, what needs to happen is he needs to be put on a boat and then just kicked out to sea and find a way to survive. Maybe put a tiger with him too. Be his own life of pie. <laughs> life of Fauci. <laughs> I think what the, what the, what, what the people in, uh, I think it was Chile, what they did with their, with the uh, government officials is they took them, so they took them and they uh, put them in a helicopter and they, and they uh, drove them over the sea and then dropped them. I think that that would be okay. I'm not advocating for the death of Fauci. Just this like, is all it's a in joke. Jest. Yes, all in jest. Please, Su- Secret Service, don't visit me. I'm boring. <laughs> but yeah, this guy just needs to go. He needs to be fired. He needs to be gone. I don't know if you guys got any takes. 
I think you kind of said it, actually. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm just tired of hearing about them, honestly. Yeah, yeah, and the and pretty much COVID's over in South Dakota. I mean, all of our our cases, you know, we have X number of new cases a day, but our active cases is just dropping about ten percent a day. I mean, it's 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 done. Well. Rich, you were right though. You know, uh, you you go into Walmart and it's like forty percent with a mask, sixty percent without a mask. Yeah, yeah. I went into the grocery store on Sunday. I was surprised how many people were still wearing theirs, but um, yeah, it's definitely down. So, well, I always just do. You, do you wear a mask into anywhere now? No, only Menards because I don't want to be harassed. Yeah, and so now I don't shop at Menards much. Hmm. So. I'm pretty much I, the I, same way. I just wear it to not be harassed. Well, yeah, that that's the biggest thing for me too. But then I, I see all these people and I'm like, well, I should maybe just do that too. But Well, I love going to the Y and wearing a mask like everybody else, like where we wear it around our chin to keep our, our uh, facial hair from being <laughs> exposed. Because that's what everyone there is doing. They're wearing their mask. Not even over their mouth, but hey, they're wearing it, so but it's just it's just stupid. It just reminds me of that South Park that that pandemic uh, special where the FedEx guy comes walking up and he doesn't have his mask on. He's like, "Hey, hey, hey, hey get your tin diaper on!" <laughs> you know, and it yeah. pulls it up. <laughs> he puts the mask on and immediately slides it down to his chin. Oh, here you go. That's better. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, uh, talking about things that don't make a lot of sense. Uh, did you hear about the Minnesota, uh, tribes lobbying in, in, uh, uh, in Minnesota? Well, you, why don't you tell us about it? So usually there's uh, a deadline for any new bills to be introduced into the legislative session. And, uh, um, that's been long past, and suddenly there's all the there's a new bill that's up for debate. Um, and they're trying to keep it off the floor, and they're trying to get it passed through some, um, you know, chicanery with the with the uh, voting, uh, the voting laws or the or the chamber laws to not actually have an open discussion on it. Um. But it would take away all charitable gambling uh, or electronic charitable gambling in the state. Is that like the pull tabs? Yes, the electronic pull tabs. I don't know. I haven't been. I don't think I've been to Minnesota since they've done that. Hmm. At least in a well, bar anyway. So it's it's been around for 10 years and they got it passed to, to build the new Viking Stadium. Well, the new stadium looks like it's going to be paid off soon. And so the casinos are now pushing hard to get those removed because they think it's too much like um, uh, video gaming and it's taken away from their profits for the casinos. And it will end up costing Minnesota um, $1.8 billion. Okay. Yeah. How about we get rid of the casinos? No, you can't do that. Why? Because they have too much influence. Would you? What we found out in this whole exercise is is that 
these these tribal members have a lot of Democrats and a few Republicans in their pocket. Well, yeah. I mean, they give all this money. I mean, that's like John McCain, one of his great one of his great endeavors with the McCain Feingold. He uh you know, the the great bipartisan bill, you know, limiting speech for anybody who can yeah. Anyway, his big carve out was for Native Americans because that's one of his big donors is Native American casinos. So he carved them out so they could give as much as they wanted. Yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean that's just it it is asinine that that um that group gets to basically dictate Minnesota law. It's gonna they they think it's gonna cost, you know, in revenue one point eight, but the impacts are gonna be wide widespread because they think that, you know, you're gonna lose business from people not wanting to go out to the bar and um, you know, because this is really starting to pull in people over the last 10 years at first i guess it started out it wasn't maintaining the yield that it needed to and so for the first two to three years it was kind of a joke but now as it's been more commonplace it's been really pick picking up and it's now started to exceed what it was it was supposed to be bringing in and like this bill not only funds the stadium but it also funds like charities throughout minnesota um food shelves uh, uh, a lot of the money goes to youth sports because that was part of the bill to get it to to send money towards the um. Well, the I mean, stadium. but the youth sports do kill grandma. <laughs> yeah, you're right about that. <clears throat> so maybe that's a good thing. Maybe we'll stop killing grandma. Rich, <clears throat> what was the thing on that? He spent. Uh, he spent. Uh, two hundred and fifty-six dollars an hour with a with a marketing firm from New York to to get, uh to put that to put that in place as as the reason why long-term care facilities were killing people. Yep. Yeah, he hired a lawyer with with state funds to basically make it look like he didn't totally screw everything up, which he did. But then Biden came out yesterday and praised Walls for the great job he's doing. So if that doesn't tell you how bad of a job he's doing, that nothing does. That also tells me that uh, uh, there's going to be a center position opening up pretty soon, and they want Walls to take over that. Who's going to be the senator? I'm guessing Klobuchar is probably going to try to move on. Well, if they pack the court, it sounds like Klobuchar would be one of the first justices on there. Yeah. I, they're not gonna. Oh. They're not gonna get the court packing stuff in there. Joe Manchin won't go for it. Yeah. Well, speaking of, uh, did you see that S one? Uh, what's the, what's the update on that? S one. So HR one was the House bill to to expand the voting, uh, to make it illegal to do checks and and basically the wish list of the Democrats to, to steal the election. We, we covered it in one of the earlier episodes yeah, uh, right after the election. So now that it's passed the house, now it's called S one Senate, Senate floor bill one. Um, and they are, and they are debating that right now. And, and, and the first debate on this 
became the rare showdown of the minority leader and the majority leader. So Chuck Schumer versus Mitch McConnell. And I guess those two went after each other. And of course, um, if you listen to anyone who is actually there um, hearing it, Mitch McConnell pretty much wiped the floor with, uh, with Schumer. But then all the media came out and said that uh, Schumer held his own talking about how racist it was uh, that, that uh, the Republicans are trying to take the vote away from the people. Did you yeah. see the Babylon B article about that? No. What was that? Uh, white liberals watching amazement as black person attains ID. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I... I also saw a really good one from them uh, here the other day. Did you see uh, the seven books that will radicalize your child? No, I didn't see that one. Uh, Number one was the Bible. Teaching these kids morals are dangerous. And And then it was like Shakespeare because, because, um, you know, it's too intellectual. And um, God, what was the... Are you my mother? And it just said re behind it. <laughs> yeah, they they got so many good articles. It's hilarious. Yeah. So right. yeah, I mean the, the the packing the court. If they got Amy Klobuchar in there, mm-hmm. there 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 won't be an, all the Republicans will be replaced. Do you yeah. know why? Why? Because they're all going to shoot themselves in the head having to listen to that freaking voice of hers for more than five <laughs> minutes. Kyron Thomas is like, I'm going to put a real tube on your Coke can. <laughs> <laughs> I made a bad joke back in 1980, but it's about to come true. <laughs> yeah. She's, she's horrible. She's oh, yeah. Amos Amy. Yeah. I thought you were gonna say that uh, they're gonna have to shoot themselves because they're gonna have to look at her face for, <laughs> or that too. God, she's so <laughs> annoying. Yep. Yep. So, Mark, you had a you had a story about uh, about the teacher and somewhere. Uh yeah. So Elk Elk View uh, up in the cities of Minneapolis, uh, up in the Twin Cities in in Minnesota. Uh, they had an equity specialist uh, come in. And supposedly he got caught in a recording telling these high school kids that um, when you look at these protests over the summer, hey, the rioting and, and setting fires got results. It got people to listen. So it was probably the right thing to do because we finally got uh, movement on on things that we've been marching for forever. So you have a teacher being paid by the school district, telling kids to go out and riot, burn shit down. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I mean, if there was, a, you think that's the if, only one? No, I don't think that's the only one. Um, but I mean, but I mean, it's probably one of the only ones that got videotaped. You know what, you know, what's even worse. You know what would really make your blood boil? Um, go out and read some of the comments 
because you have, oh, you have they, they agree with them. I, I have oh. no, no doubt in my mind about that. These are hard conversations that we need to be having with these students. The, of course, they had, they finally got heard. They had to. This was, this was the language of the unheard. Yeah, that's that's what MLK said. So, you know, now it comes true. Taken. Well, let's not forget one other thing. These woke people who, you know, they they pick and choose what MLK said, you know, to justify what they do, right? Mm-hmm. It would blow their mind if they knew about MLK and his view on gay marriage. <laughs> if you want to know MLK's view on that, Google it. <laughs> uh, do you, do you, he was. Do you think a pastor? Do you think a pastor in the '60s was for gay marriage? Mm. No. You know. So. was he was he saying to love everybody though all the same or no no, no that's not that's not what he said. <laughs> yeah. Well, and he wasn't he also a registered like Republican socialist or something? I I had seen something about that that he was a Republican socialist, and I thought, isn't that kind of an oxymoron? Oxymoron, but I I didn't look into it too much because I really didn't care, I guess. But <clears throat> you know, like here's the thing, like the Boondocks, um, well, which this episode got banned, but they did an episode one time where MLK comes back to life um, and gets to see what the future was brought um, uh, for, for for the community. And he's just horrified because he's like, this isn't what I got beat for, you know, like, um, you know, like this, you know, we, I taught about responsibility. I taught about not looking at somebody's skin. Like, how did we not get here, you know? Um, and it's banned. You can't, I, I don't know. I, I I guess I haven't done a lot of research on it, but I've been told that it you can't find it a lot of places. Um, but uh, uh, I just find it interesting that, you know, MLK's biggest message was equality. And I think everybody can get behind that and say that, yeah, you shouldn't be judged based off of something you can't control like the color of your skin or where you came from or um you know that that um that uh you know you got a mole on on your right cheek or that you know you may you know i know my life i've been i've been marred with being a beautiful person and that shouldn't be held against i mean it's a it's a curse and a blessing i mean what can yeah. you say yeah yeah <laughs> I never meant to be this good looking and athletic, but we all have our crosses to bear. <laughs> but, but, right, uh, you know, like, those things shouldn't be held against you. It should be judged by the character, um, by your character. And, and, and that's what they should look at. You know, are you a kind person? Are you, a, are you, are you someone who tries hard? You know, uh, you know are, you, are you smart? Are you, are you nice to other people? You know, Um and 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 so I mean, it, it what it reminds me of is Islam, right? Islam is not a violent religion, but people take what Muhammad said and they have cut it up and 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 edited it out and said, 
oh no 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 jihad doesn't mean um just expanding the sphere of of god to to encompass the world it's uh, a holy war that's what that means uh where do you see that oh hold on then let me rewrite this section here and here this is where it says it you know and that mm -hmm. and that's what they're doing with mlk too yeah did you guys see the yeah. did you guys see the new caa ad yes no i guess i didn't they're uh woke the cia is woke basically they had oh. an ad about what was she a lesbian i, I... she she said that she wasn't just um these boxes but then she goes on to list all the boxes that she checks <laughs> for the cia so you're saying she's a lesbian well i i think it was but i mean it was more than that it was like i'm a person of color lesbian uh cisgender birthing person you know and and yeah who's never gonna birth a person yeah yeah well i mean she won't get that far <laughs> anyway uh yeah so they had they had like i guess there's like a series of these and then there's like one or there's a gay guy who's like a librarian for the cia and then there. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> and then there's a there's a blind woman who's in the CIA. I guess she's a receptionist. But yeah, um, next time we need to get in our in our conflict, you know, wherever, don't worry, we got the gay librarian and the blind receptionist to to fight for us. Okay, I'm not making fun of somebody's disability, but could you imagine, like, obviously there are some limitations for her, but, you know, in, in the woke community, there can't be, right? So what happens when she says, I want to be a field agent? And, and they say, oh, yeah, that's fine. All right, give me a gun. <laughs> well, you know, it'll be kind of funny when they, you know, when they pull, well, they pull the phone out and then they get one of those child's phones where they, when they hit the numbers, it's like a cow. Oh, <laughs> don't! <laughs> They're playing pranks on her. She she can be a receptionist and work on the phone. I'm not saying I'm not saying she can't do a job within the CIA, but the idea of like, I mean, that's just it. I mean, they like, they let pregnant women fly fly fighter jets now. You know, right? Like I'm eight months pregnant. You know, and if I was if I was a civilian, I wouldn't be allowed to be on a passenger plane, but since I'm a soldier, I'm gonna go get into this F-22 Raptor and and bomb. You know, it's like, come here, Daddy, take this down. <laughs> Jeez, Daddy. with what? <laughs> I can't see. Anyway, yeah. but yeah, they're basically they're 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 running ads not for the most qualified person. They're running ads for the gayest person or the fill in the blank person how about we just do the most qualified person yeah you know it's the cia it's not it's not bloomingdale's you know it's there's not a woman section where you're going to want a woman it's the cia mm -hmm. i don't know it's just it's just it's getting ridiculous but mm -hmm. uh whatever so um, so the movie we watched this week is Waiting, 
for in 2005 with uh, Justin Long and uh, Ryan Reynolds. Well, well, yeah. I mean, think of the all sarcasm in this. It's uh, and, and Dane Cook, who looks exactly like Ryan Reynolds. Well, well, you got Dane Cook, you got Anna Ferris. But they gave um, him a they gave him a neck tattoo so you could tell him apart. Oh, jeez. No, they they look exactly alike. I pulled so? I pulled up a picture of them side. Put Google Dane Cook Ryan Reynolds, and lo- look at the pictures and try to figure out which one is the right one. Anyway, but but in that in that movie you could tell them apart because they gave Dane Cook a tattoo and they they made him up. But yeah, so so yeah, they had Anna Faris. Yeah. Ryan Reynolds, Zane Cook. Uh what's his face from Anchorman? Um David Kushner. Keckner. Keckner, yeah. Yeah. That guy is underrated. He's hilarious and he and he never gets any big parts anymore. But... He when I lived in Watertown, he did New Year's Eve at the hotel. He did stand up at New Year's Eve at the hotel in Watertown. You're oh, kidding. really? <laughs> That's yeah, how I... far he has fallen. Well, he's just—he's hilarious, and I don't know why. You know, he never gets big things. Like I mean, in the office as Todd F. Packer, he was great. <laughs> I, I wish they would have had him on like every other episode, but he was also good in. Uh... In uh, Thank You for Smoking, which came out at the same time. Oh, man. I forgot about that movie. It's a good movie. Yeah. Andy Milanakis. Has he done anything since then? Andy <laughs> I'm which a coupon. You... I'm a coupon. What was he on? He did the Andy Milanakis show. Oh, yeah. He was a kid. Oh, the the yeah. kid from um, the Man Show, the 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 man No, that's child. not the same kid. It's not no, same it's kid. not the same kid. Well, they oh. do kind of look a little bit alike, but um... do you think all white people look alike, Mark? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm a coupon. <laughs> the grandma. But... Oh, yeah, never mind. Well, but I mean, like, all right. So right away, you know, I start watching this and and the things that I look for are reasons why you couldn't make this movie today. Um, and there are so many things, you know, like the, well, one, the, the, the dick game, right? Yeah. The so... goat, the goat. Oh <laughs> man, the goat. So, so basically the whole movie is the dick game. So I I got to thinking about this as I was watching the movie, and by this I mean dicks. No, what I mean. <laughs> I'm I'm glad that you finally feel comfortable with us, Darren. No. <laughs> when when uh, when they when the guy who wrote this movie wrote the movie, do you think he started with the story of the like Justin Long story, or do you think he started with the dick game? Because <laughs> to me it sounds like I bet he started with the dick game and he put a story around it. I wonder if he didn't, if if he didn't live that, you know, that that dick game. Like it seems like there were so many real, um, uh, like if 
you've been in the service industry, which we all have, because that's how we met each other, right? Um, uh, that that movie rings so true to you that it it kind of reminds you of like all the horrible stuff, <laughs> you know. I had a little PTSD at the end of it. Yeah. Like, like you guys remember? Well, I don't mean to take away from the dick game here, but you know, so we need to come back to it. But like, the cooks in the back waiting for nobody to show up, and then being so mad when somebody walked in, like the last minute. We've all felt that, you know. It's like the worst thing in the world. Like, I just got the grill clean. And now you, oh, you idiot. Oh, somebody go get the Teflon back. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, I think the funniest thing was, you know, you're you're waiting for closing. But, like, w- that happened uh, once where we were, we were just, like, we were just, just about to be done. And, uh, and somebody came through drive-thru. But I had, I had already made a, uh, a chicken, a grilled chicken crispy chicken with bacon and, and probably a quarter pounder <laughs> took a big ass bite out of it stuck it into the into the warmer and then somebody comes through drive through and orders food so we make the food put it up there well i believe the manager at the time sent out my you know quadruple grilled chicken crispy chicken quarter pounder with bacon <laughs> to the people <laughs> With a gigantic ass bite out of it. <laughs> Never heard anything about it, but obviously they didn't order it, so they probably <laughs> were wondering what it was. Nice. Well, that dude was like, free burger. <laughs> well, I mean, anyway. like, I mean, like, all those things, like messing with people, um, you know, we've have, we have a ton of stories like that, you know, like, Richie, remember the guy that was swearing ass through the drive-thru and oh, yeah. wanted his pop? Yeah. <laughs> well, even that, and then every time we'd see a good-looking girl, oh, you know, we'd have to message the other guy somehow. You know, that was just part of the part of a game, kind of too, because because we knew we were going to get caught by the managers eventually, but we still did it, you know. So. What What was it, Rich? You need a drink. Uh, yeah, you, you need, you need courtesy, courtesy. That's what they call it. Remember courtesy? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So you were getting a courtesy. Yeah, I mean, I mean that show. It, it's it's spot on, you know. You, and then you deal with a manager who doesn't know what they're doing. You know, he's trying to get the orders, and the lady just finally freaks out. Says, "Get the fuck out of the way!" You know, and <laughs> she can deliver the food to the people. And it's like, yeah, I know how that feels. There were people that were my boss that I was better than, mm-hmm. you know? Yep. So, And one of them had more facial hair than me, and she was a woman. So. <laughs> no names. No names. <clears throat> no names. <laughs> or, uh, or what about the gal who was clueless, and uh, Paul and I were talking over the headset, and I was like, hey, I'm, I've never been perfect and never said I was. And remember what they did to the last person who was. And she's like, who are you guys talking about? Hitler? (laughs) (laughs) Wait, what? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, God. 
so I mean, up. yeah. So so uh, I I'm gonna get his name wrong, and I'm not meaning to. David Keckner. Keckner. Uh, I mean, embodied that perfectly, you know, and just uh, he was like this, you know. Who? How old do you think he was supposed to be in that movie? Like in his forties or late thirties? Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know, but it seemed like he was probably supposed to be younger than that because he was basically Justin Long's character, but like ten years later. I mean, that was the idea. So, thir- so he was supposed to maybe be in his like mid thirties then. Yeah, probably mid thirties. I don't know. Yeah. And then he's like hitting on the 15 or well, I guess she was 17, 17 in the movie. Yeah. yeah. You know, he's hitting on the 17 year old and being like, well, you like power. Well, I'm a manager, you know, like, you know, like, yeah. I don't know. He played it. He played it perfectly. Like, um, like you guys are saying. And I mean that, um, no. And you, you get the jerks, you know, that come in. Oh, you yeah. can never get anything right and stuff like that. You know, it's your fries are cold because you drove an hour home and now your fries are cold and now you got to call and talk to Mark for two hours. <laughs> and I'm a human being, sir. <laughs> or, or you, um, you're the uncle of the person with facial hair and you come through drive through and I give you your food and you pull up and you come back with a half a thing of fries and say with your mouth full of fries saying i didn't get a full thing of fries as you're <laughs> doing the fries that i just gave you <laughs> that were fresh and so now his mouth is burnt <laughs> yeah but we had to load it back up for him oh god yep well or um you know 15 year old kid who just doesn't know any better gave the gave the customer the wrong shake and they come up and throw it on the counter and it tips and flies all over your nice shirt and you have to sit there very calmly saying I'm sorry sir we'll get you a different shake <laughs> you know yeah because it's the end of the world when you get the wrong shake at McDonald's oh yeah I got <clears throat> I got chocolate banana and I wanted chocolate banana's disgusting. <sighs> Okay, well, that's fine, sir. You know, <laughs> I mean, th- that's yeah. when you do want to do, uh, you know, that is when you do want to jump over that counter and just hit a, hit a person. But obviously, like that Dunkin' Donuts employee down in Florida, um, <laughs> uh, is the reason why you don't do that. So, there, there was a, there was a guy at a Dunkin' Donuts, and I guess a 77 year old guy supposedly was, was, being very rude and and saying some nasty things to him, and so he jumped over the counter, punched him, and the dude died because he hit his head on the way down. Oof! Yeah. yeah. Well, let's be honest. He he was at a Dunkin' Donuts when there's probably a Krispy Kreme down the street, so he wasn't very smart to begin with. <laughs> terrible, terrible. You got what you deserved. <laughs> well, you talk to Adam Carolla, donuts are better than than uh, rolls. So you can't have a you can't have a uh, you got to have a donut over a roll because the cake donuts just so much better than than a Krispy Kreme roll or donut. Or uh, I don't don't think yeah. that's uh... no. He's right about everything, and no, everybody else's everybody else's uh, opinion doesn't matter. <laughs> 
you do not like Adam Carolla or what? I he's he's all right, but he's just like his opinions are just gospel. I mean, there's no arguing with them. Yeah. Here. What are you gonna have with your? His his argument is, what are you gonna have with your coffee? You gotta have that cake donut. It's so much better. Well, yeah, it is better if you have it with coffee. If you soak the donut in the coffee, it's probably better than a Krispy Kreme donut that you would soak in coffee. But that's Mm -hmm. not how you eat them. And then his arguments for other stuff is, oh, reggae? You think reggae is good? It's terrible. Well, when you're on the beach in Jamaica getting blown by somebody, it's so much better. Well, yeah, if you got to add those modifiers, it is better. (laughs) Same with the donut, Reed. (laughs) Same with the donut, Adam. Same with the donut. Yeah. Good. Um, back to that movie, though. You know, like, well, one, I had to fast forward through when they were messing with that person's food. I, I, I can't do that. Yeah, that was pretty gross. Yeah. Yeah, that's a. Don't they put tubes on it? Right. Well, that's what? not the worst part. The worst part is the is the like the salt and then the Fomunda cheese. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> Well, I, I think the worst part is is the extra gravy. I that's where I was like, okay, fast forward. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was pretty bad. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, that that lady is. I mean, don't be that person, right? Like, well, well, the best part was the best part was was when she when they get there. The last four times we were here, the service was terrible. Yeah. It's like, well, we'll try to make it better this time. Well, that's what they said the last four times. <laughs> well, what does that tell you? Go somewhere else, idiot. Yeah. Only an insane person keeps d- doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result. And plus, you know, in this situation, if you go about your day and you run into an asshole, they're the asshole. If you go throughout your day and everyone's an asshole, I'm pretty sure you're the asshole. Yeah, and that's, that's mm-hmm. her. Yep. But uh, right. the, one, one more thing, though. You know, the, the other thing that I was thinking about was Ryan Reynolds' little speech is what's wrong with the country today. Do you remember that? With, with his speech about laws? No. Mm. So, you know, he's sitting there and he's talking about he's trying to justify to the to the guy from freaks and geeks um you know about why he should sleep with the underage hostess right and he's like well morality is just laws made up by faceless old people who didn't know you know blah 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 and really i feel like if if you just follow the follow your own moral compass uh then you know it should be okay to to uh um sleep you know sleep with whoever you want to because you're following your own moral compass right and and that is the problem with society today because that's what they believe right judeo christian which uh which is what our country is based off of right don't lie don't murder don't steal you know um you know respect your, respect your country that all comes from christianity uh, and and it's a belief in something higher that these are these are morals that are indisputable, right? But now you have a country that is, no, I am right, I am God, right? And and so if 
if I believe it's okay to kill somebody because they disrespected me, well, then I'm following my own moral compass. Just like Ryan Reynolds' character is trying to say, well, if I don't think she's too young, then I'll follow my own moral compass, and that's okay for me to do. And that is that is the problem, is you can start to see it back then, you know, of this, it's okay because I believe it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm just, I mean, I think... Um, Christianity has been kind of under attack in America for you know the last decade or so, and we're seeing how that's working out. So, so well, it's it's shame. I mean, this they've tried to get get rid of shame, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. that's like the reason why you don't do stuff is because of shame. So now it's no longer it's not a shame to be poor anymore. It's not a shame to not be able to feed your kids. It's not a shame to walk away from your family to go sleep with the hot neighbor um, because it's what you wanted, right? Yeah, it's it's not shameful anymore. People aren't going to look down on you because you're you're whatever you know. You're a terrible person. It's not shameful to go steal that TV from Target. Oh, if you can, if you can get away with it, no big deal. Yeah, and and I mean, hey, if it's if. It's what your heart desires. It it reminds me of like the Simpsons, like season four with uh, Bart Simpson. Do what makes you happy. Be like the boy. Yeah. And then that and then that society breaks down. I mean, that's how many times do we got to learn that lesson, right? But uh, speaking of, and and I won't go fully into this because I know we're getting late here, but uh uh. Do you guys know who that Durr man is? Durr uh, man? Yeah, he's yeah. hilarious. <laughs> oh, but those are serious, right? I think so, but they're so bad. Yeah. Well, it's, we should start. We should start a segment where we pick apart, like, tell everybody go out and watch this video because, like, there's already uh, a podcast that does that. Oh, are you serious? Yeah. I don't. Okay, they don't, well, I don't step on It's their not toes. what it's about, but they do they do pick apart Darman videos and that's how I know about it. <laughs> it came across Richie, have you ever seen any of these? No, I have not. Okay, they're, you got They're Search awful. Them. They're it's awful. Like D, it's like D A H R M A N N, I think. Like that's actually his name, is Darman. It's not yeah, it's not okay. like it's not like I'm the Darman. It's Darman. Hey, but, Darman fam. <laughs> but it's but it's all like revenge porn, basically. It's like woman cheats on her husband with her husband's boss, but lives to regret it. And it's like a stupid storyline of like this guy comes home and bad acting ensues, and he's like, "What?" But I came home for our anniversary, and here was a purse I was going to give you. That purse is ugly, and you're boss fucks me better than you not they don't actually say it that way but yeah that's basically the right and then and then the narrator which is this dar man is like but then she goes on and the boss starts to look for the younger ladies and then she runs into her ex-husband and now He's a millionaire. And he's dating the hottest woman on the planet. Yeah. Oh, hey, Rachel. 
How are you this doing? Is- uh, no, it's it goes more like this. They're like in a parking garage or some, you know, some random place. You may maybe they're at like the Target or something, mm-hmm. and then they'll be like they'll be like look, she'll be like looking at purses, and he'll and he'll be he'll be like with his new girlfriend. He'll buy her the nicest purse in the store. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't need that purse because. Uh, you know, I I like you, and you're just the best, and you don't need to get me that purse, but I want to get you that purse because I love you so much. And then they'll, and then she'll be like watching from a distance, or or uh, the they just happen to go walking by. Hey, aren't you that person I was mean to ten years ago? Wow, you got a really good fucking memory if you remember <laughs> one instance of you being mean to somebody ten years ago. Wow, now you're successful. Whoa. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, sorry. So let's move on to the worst person of the week. Richie, who do you got? The great Colin Kaepernick. Because apparently he did on Twitter um, yesterday or the day before because Tim Tebow got a job before he did. Boo-hoo. And uh, apparently Kaepernick is writing a book, which ought to be real uh, (laughs) intelligent. (laughs) So he took that chance to um, promote it while he was trending. And uh, there's a lot of salty, salty bell players right now because good old Tim Tebow got a job before Cap did. (laughs) Tebow's not, not a quarterback. Yeah, he's playing tight end, yeah. and he's working for the league minimum. Yep, which Kaepernick would not do either of. Well, well he's he, also like, didn't he want twenty oh, million to be a backup? Yeah, yeah, he wanted a lot. Yeah, Kaepernick turned down like like uh, like they were going to offer him like a five million dollar deal for a one year to to back somebody up and like possibly work his way into the league, and he was like, no. So, yeah. yeah, and then he he did that little stunt with the uh, tryout where he was supposed to be at one building and he went to a high school field through some passes. Yeah. And another because, thing. Oh, go ahead. Oh, because they weren't going to show showcase his talents, and so he had yeah. to do this because they weren't going to give him a shot. But now everyone can see. Mm-hmm. Sorry. It, and Tebow's just a likable guy. I mean, he, I used to hate him. Like when he was in the league, he was he wasn't very good, and he he somehow managed to win play, a playoff game, which still dumbfounds me to this day. <laughs> but he was likable because because the media the media tried to make him unlikable, and that's what I didn't like about him is because the media would talk about him and talk about him, and talk about him, and, and there was nothing to talk about because he wasn't very good. But the moment that I flipped on him from not liking him to liking him is when they had him sit down for a press conference and somebody on the other team said something about how he was, they said, hey, Tim Tebow, what what do you think of, you know, I don't know who it was at the time, we'll just say, Ray Lewis said that you're a shitty quarterback and you're not very good, you don't have any talent. And what would your response to be to that? And uh, Tim Tebow goes, I would say, God bless you and have a great day. And he just said it so calmly with with no response. It was, I, I flipped 
the switch right there and i thought i love this guy he's hilarious you know he, he's not going to give in to what the media wants you know they want him to to react to that thing and he just says god bless you and have a great day yep. and uh so he's likable and i you know i saw somebody or no i was listening to a um a sports cast and they were saying that you know this is just a publicity stunt for tebow to help sell his book and uh, i'm thinking no he's still i still i still think he wants to play football i mean why wouldn't he I mean, he lo- he loves the game. He he wanted to play it before. He sh- he should have done this a long time ago, with switching to tight end. Um, <clears throat> but you know, I don't you know. There were so many good players on that Florida Gators team that he won the national championship with, hmm? um, namely Aaron Hernandez. Yeah, <laughs> but I I can't Still remember off the, the top of my head. But yeah, he's Aaron. <laughs> No, they had Aaron Hernandez and then um, another tight end that was really good too. Was on the same team. Oh shoot! Yeah. Uh, um, John Bostic. No. No. He was on that team. Was it Kellen Winslow Jr.? God, it might have been. I don't. They had a couple of good, and Percy Harvin was on the team. Yeah. Um, Carlos Dunlop. But yeah, they had a they had a pretty good There was a lot um, of pros on that team. Yeah, there was. And so, Aaron Hernandez. And I mean Urban Meyer's the coach in Jacksonville. Of course he's gonna bring I mean Tebow's probably one of his favorite players of all time. He's of course he's gonna bring him back. Well, he was just such a great like college player because he just it, didn't he's not a loser. Like he didn't he was there to play football and play football well. He that was the only thing that he did. He wasn't out there to get women. He wasn't out there to get drunk. He was out there to play football. Yeah. It's like the coach's dream right there. And 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 if if Jim Harbaugh got another NFL gig, he probably would have tried to bring in Kaepernick. He was in love with the guy. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. I'm surprised he hasn't offered him. Maybe there's some eligibility in Michigan yet. Yeah. I don't Uh, think he'd. Oh, what? I was going to say, I don't think he'd pass the, the test to get in, but I could be wrong. <laughs> uh, you know, also, just thinking about it, you wonder if uh, uh, Urban Meyer didn't do this to be like, I want you to be a role model for Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, you know, that's... Like, you can't, yeah. be, you can't be the backup quarterback because, like, I need somebody else in there, but, like, <laughs> can you play tight end? You're You're still athletic and, you know... You you've been here before. Tell tell Trevor what it was like. You know. Yeah. Yeah, I hope. I mean, I hope Tebow does great. It would be, it would make my day. Yeah. I don't watch him anyways, but. <clears throat> so, uh, so my worst person of the week is uh, Representative Cory Bush. Um, she tweeted out that um, looks like a couple of days ago, I believe. Today's decision to defund the St. Louis Metropolitan Police Department is historic. It marks a new future for our city. Juxtaposed with um, 20 people shot, three killed since Friday night, which is like three days. And I think it's on like a Monday, like three days in in St. Louis. Yeah. Basically on the same screen. Yeah. 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 Because 
all I love all these people who sit here and say, I don't understand what the rise of crime is. Well, you're vilifying police. Police are not wanting to come to your um not wanting to come to your neighborhood. They're not wanting to come to uh, any kind of calls where there might be gunfire because if if they shoot this person and they happen not to be armed at that time, but you know, was just firing ten seconds ago, um, their life is over. So I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I'm seeing like all over Facebook where it's like this is my husband's last shift for 12 years. You know, all he's wanted to do is be a police officer, but today, um, you know, is his last day because he resigned, um, after all this hard work, after putting in all these hours, putting his life on the line, uh, but to be vilified by politicians, um, you know, he no longer has a desire to do this. Like, you know, it's, it, it's amazing to me, um, that, then you have the guts of these people who are like, I don't understand why crime's going up. Well, I mean, you had an entire year of basically lawlessness in the streets. You could just go and break into whatever store you wanted to and loot it as much as you wanted, you know, because Black Lives Matter, I guess. And you're just going to, you wonder why crime's going up? I mean, everyone's response to the whole police, you know, the woke people. Who say, oh, you know, the police, you know, defunded, whatever. They always say, well, you know, how how are are police supposed to stop crime? You know, you don't know where somebody's going to shoot somebody else. No, you don't. That that's not the point. The point is, is the police are a deterrent. You know, if 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 there's no police traveling up and down Highway 59 where I live, I my car and go 150 miles an hour to work every day and be fine because there's no police i'm not going to get a ticket you know or or if you do it and there's no punishment if they you just get out of jail because right there's no punishment yeah i mean it's the the police the police jobs the police job is not to prevent crime it's to deter it you know that you can't prevent something from happening that you know is going to happen but if you can deter it that that's i mean people are still going to shoot each other but there's going to be a few less hopefully if there's a lot of police well well yeah because you know? because i mean and, what stops you is is the fact that if i do this the cops are going to find out like they're you know i'm on camera um, and I don't want to spend the rest of my life in jail for punching a seven exactly. man for being a jackass to me. <laughs> yeah, or you know, a deterrent is, hey, I could go rob the bank right now. If I if I go break into into you know a Wells Fargo or a Bremer or U.S. Bank, take everything out of the vault somehow, I'm probably set for for ten years. You know, mm-hmm. but guess what? I don't want to go to jail because the police could catch me boom yeah you know it's just it's so people are so stupid it's frustrating you know yeah yeah no you're 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 exactly right i i just it's like people just have no common sense anymore you know oh man let's, let's pay people to stay home 
Yeah. Why can't why can't uh, businesses uh, get all the employees that they want? I mean, unemployment's at eight percent. There should be tons of tons of people looking for a job, right? And not yeah. allow kids to go to school. Let's pay people to stay home and not allow kids to go to school. Because I know if I had all day and all night to do nothing, I probably, you know, when I was a kid, I probably would have went looking for some mischief. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and then you're, I mean, you're just damaging these kids because, you, you know, I mean, think about it. Like when we were kids and we'd have all summer to kind of do whatever we want, like it was tough getting back in the swing of things in that fall, right? Yeah. So imagine... Imagine doing that for a year and a half. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. Especially if it's like your senior year. I mean, can you imagine not having a senior year? Yeah. Or, you know, n- not having a senior year or maybe like not having a kindergarten? Yeah. <clears throat> yep. I mean, think about that. Or or if you got a if you got like a disabled kid. It's like not having a losing a year of maybe something. Yeah, you got a kid with special needs and they're supposed to get services to help with speech. And, you know, that that entails somebody being right there with them and and you can't get those services. That's I mean, I'm not that's not happening in every state, but it is happening in a lot of states where you where, yeah. where you are seeing people, you know, say that. Um, and then much, you know, since we're just bringing that up, you know, the, the unemployment benefits, much respect to the five Republican governors who have said no more, the, that federal money can be used other ways. Like, um, Idaho's governor who said, um, I'm going to give the money to people who go back to work rather than the people who are still outside of, uh, out of work. Ohio, I read today that Ohio's governor is <laughs> Is giving away one million dollars to five people who get a vaccine. Are you serious? Five million dollars a piece. It's going to be a lottery. If you get if you get the first dose of the vaccine, you got a month. They're going to, he's going to give away five million bucks to five feet, five people, or one million dollars to five people. Five million total. <laughs> wow. I'm going to increase yeah, my really... chances. I'm going to get it like six times. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how that's legal, but okay. You're not allowed to share health data. Well, we're going to need papers to get on airplanes. That's what everyone keeps telling us. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mark, who's your worst person? Uh, well, T, sticking with uh, the school districts, uh, there was a scumbag down in Florida named William, um, Mark William Ack- Ackrett. Was his name, actually. Um, and, uh, he, uh, was videotaping, uh, girls, uh, for years, uh, in his classroom, like since 2017. Um, guess what he taught? What did he teach? History? No. Fashion. (laughs) What? He was a high school fashion teacher. There's a fashion? I guess you can get that in Florida. I don't I was I was a little blown away by that. I was like, no, that I must have read that wrong. He must be uh, you know, something else. 
But yeah, he was a fashion teacher, but he also coached like a, a swim team and he shared, he didn't, he didn't, he shared a classroom or like, a, um, you know how like, uh, some teachers will have like an office in between, um, uh, two classrooms. Mm -hmm. uh, he would allow girls to change in that office and he would set, he would go in there and he would set up his cell phone to videotape, um, these, these girls as young as 15 as old as the teacher that shared the the room with him because he she was like the only adult that he had caught on this um and you know he, what shocked me about this was he got all these people to come out and say oh no 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 he's a he's a family guy and he you know volunteers at his church and um he you know this was this was a mistake no he had hundreds of hours of videotape of of innocent children uh that he was videotaping this guy's a scumbag uh he should go to he should go away for jail for a long time um i i sounds like he's remorseful for what he did i don't really care you have hundreds of hours uh, of of basically child pornography right um it just it blew me away I couldn't imagine coming to this guy's defense. Yeah. Hmm. I guess Maybe. so. I guess so. If uh, if we're not like these assholes, we're doing pretty good, right? <laughs>